Good Talk, the home for the talking is good. It's your boy Cody and the other guy, Robert, here once again for some uh, good conversation at the tiny table in the big room. Giant big room. Here we have a live audience that you can't see, but they're here. It's really not a live audience, but it's amazing. I mean, doing they are live and they are around the us. So whether they're listening, it's cracking me or up because it's just like Cody's over here. Welcome. I know. <laughs> and everybody's like, what is happening up there? <laughs> so today's a little bit interesting for us because the AC is going out up yeah. here in this building, here in we this go. room. So that if you hear a little, that is the nice little fan. So just like we did the noodle cam, we got the fan cam. Fan cam. Fan cam right there. Going strong. Yeah. Keeping us cool this morning. I was hoping it would hit Cody's in hair, hair in such a way that he'd look like Mariah Carey it back here. If I would have like, left <laughs> my hair down, it probably would have, but uh, I'm not going to have my hair down when it's Start hot. a movement. Hashtag put the hair down. Put the hair down. <laughs> let your hair down. <laughs> let the hair down. It's time to let oh your hair down. Gosh. Uh, this is the we, first time we've recorded in probably like three or four weeks because we've both been vacating all over the place. So. And again, you can't can't see it, but our live audience has left the they building. They left. We're too <laughs> we, loud. We scared them away. <laughs> Come oh, back, hopefully, Tony. <laughs> hopefully, we don't do that to you guys. Hopefully, oh. we don't scare you away. Hopefully, oh you gosh. stick it out and you stick around and stuff like that. I so. wonder if it's because... So, they were up here doing like homeschool homework. I wonder if that was like a live stream <laughs> it teacher. Was, oh, it was. A, man. They were doing a FaceTime. Now, I feel bad. Yeah. I thought it was like pre-recorded at first. But. Uh, it's all fine. It's we're all sharing. Fun. Sharing is Karen. We're sharing the room. It's all <laughs> oh, good. Oh, my gosh. Yep. So anyway, so how are you guys? How's yeah, what's been going there? on what's in your going life? On in the digital world, you YouTubers and Instagrammers and wherever we else put this how potty, are heads. You? potty heads, potty heads. Good, good, good. Glad to hear it. Glad you're doing well. <laughs> they <laughs> good answered talk. so fast. They did. You guys are quick. <laughs> Real Thanks. time. Uh, how are you doing, chat? So, anyways, what are we so doing today? I was out scrolling the tiktok verse mm. the tiktok verse and i yeah. came across just like a really cool Cody's still on tiktok i am i am i just Sinner. came i came across a <laughs> i'm just kidding a cool <laughs> clip that are on tiktok and i'm I, just I joking just, i just want to show it to you live it up and i just want to get your reaction um i don't know where we're gonna go from this today but i feel like we always get somewhere yeah, so dude. here you go i'm gonna show it like to I'm you slouching let me fix this is this justin bieber no i don't okay know. i've seen this you have already. yeah is this I've, the guy I've, this is the guy that solves the rubik's cube but have you seen him do it while he juggles the Rubik's Cube? Yes, it's amazing. Well, now I feel like I can't show you the clip. <laughs> That's not nearly so, as cool. Well, we'll still watch the clip, but <laughs> what's amazing is I was telling Bethany about it, yeah. and then it popped up because Siri was listening to us. I was like, I saw the coolest clip. And oh, my because, gosh. Okay, so long story. They had a Rubik's Cube sitting on her desk, either okay, her yeah, or yeah. Deanna's desk, and I came in, and I was like, did you see that kid that did it while he was juggling? Right. And they were like, no, is that a thing? And I was like, yes, look it up. And so anyways we left and you know how Siri's always stalking us because she is always she's listening. always listening yeah and if you don't know that you know let me just change your life your phone is always li how else would she know when you say hey Siri don't do oh, that. mine didn't turn on <laughs> so very good uh, she has to be listening to yeah. be able to hear that so your phone's stalking you all the time so, so anyways uh, Bethany's phone heard us talking about it and then just Rubik's Cube popped up in her so good yeah so That's let's amazing. watch it let's okay, watch we'll this watch kid it. he's we'll got mad it. skills he's crazy man I don't know the best way to hold this for us to watch. What's it. impressive? Oh, gosh. Oh, oh, no. oh, 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 yeah. I just screen recording. What's impressive, Sorry. too, is, is is he's doing it fast. <laughs> I <laughs> like know. He's got it. He's solving the cube. At a, I can't do this. Anyways. I, I don't even understand how one ever even gets into this type of sport <laughs> because that's what I would call this as a sport. Absolutely. And let me just say this. I'm really mad at people that can juggle because I can't juggle. And it's super frustrating because <laughs> I heard that people who juggle are smarter. 
I I mean, I would argue that that's probably true. <laughs> and I can't juggle, and it's really frustrating. So that would mean that the smartest people can solve Rubik's Cubes while also juggling them. Yeah, he is the smartest <laughs> among us. This guy should be president. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> of some country, whatever country he lives in. So he did that in 32.9 seconds. Silly. He solved three Rubik's Cubes. Not just solved three Rubik's Cubes, but also did it whilst juggling them. <laughs> like... <laughs> Whatever can I do with my life that would ever be that cool? I know. It's like, I just imagine, you know, he solves the Rubik's Cube and he's like, what can I do to make this harder? You know what I right. mean? Okay, I'm going to juggle. Now I will do it whilst being on fire. <laughs> with people throwing swords at me. Oh my That's gosh. amazing. A very talented young man. That's so incredible. When I saw this, I mean, I, I feel like my mic's moving again today, but I okay, saw, good. I saw so this. Let me ask you this. Sure. Have you ever solved a Rubik's Cube? No. Yeah, me neither. I've taken the stickers off and solved it oh my gosh that way but i've <laughs> so never <messed> legitimately <laughs> have done it before i i've tried and i think the most that i've ever done if i can recall uh is maybe i got close to getting one side yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, yeah, like yeah yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it, i just we've I, all been there yeah. we've all gotten the one side <laughs> i don't have the patience <laughs> to take the time i know that there's a formula yeah apparently you know like there's actually like a system in place that like if you turn it this way you mm, turn. Like, well there has to be right. he's obviously doing a formula so there's a he's way to guessing. do it that actually you will always get it right. right as long as you follow the formula right and it doesn't matter which side you start on apparently but you always can do it and so i, I, I feel like rubik's cubes are such a great analogy for life right now because you know you get that one side solved and that's the side that everyone shows us on instagram <laughs> that's the side that everybody's <laughs> so good and then every, all <laughs> the other sides side. are just a mess you know what i mean it's just a hot disaster <laughs> everywhere else but they're just like look at me i've got it all together look at figured it all. out I got it all and then you you look out. at the other side and it's just crazy chaos and oh you're like oh my god wild so anyway you were, all right. But I mean, that's an interesting point, too. That wasn't really where I was going to go with this today, but I like that. Yeah. That's so crazy. Like, why do we? What? What is? Like, I was, <laughs> I was listening to another podcast recently, and uh, the guy on the podcast, I, it's called Ear Biscuits, but they were talking about, like, why people should just start showing their crap on their social right. media. Yeah. He's like, I'm tired of seeing the good stuff. He's like, show me the real. Show me the raw. Show me your hard days. Show me your bad stuff. He's like, I want to see who you really are. Like, why aren't we really being real on social media? Yeah. I think it's just because we want to put our best foot forward. Forward, right mm -hmm. and we want and a little bit it has to do with likes we know that people are going to like a picture that's pretty it's, sure. it's, it's got a nice scenery it's everyone's looking good and it is also something for people to you know I, I know why celebrities do it is because they want people to admire them and they want to they have to portray this particular image of having it all together and stuff like that so i mean i, I get it and people do it for the clicks but i agree man i just like uh, you know, I mean, we see people doing it all the time, you know, uh, now TikTok is a thing and you see people like dancing out right. on the street and then they watch and like, no, that wasn't good enough. I got to do, it do it again. And they do like 15 times to get it right. Uh, maybe it's just one about put together, yeah. you know, put your best foot out there. Let's go with that. Which I've actually enjoyed because it seems like, uh, as recent years for you, if I can recall at least the past two to three, sometimes on like an Easter picture or a Christmas picture, <laughs> you'll always, always a mess. you'll always post the one where it's like, it looks like everyone's trying to get into frame yes. and like that, like Rachel always posts like the good one and you post the one that's yes. like, Samuel's like not paying attention. Christian's like being crammed in the corner and you're just like smiling real big and Rachel's like, come on guys. Uh, yeah. It's so good. Two it's years, like the yeah. real moment. Uh, I love that's, it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I the, like. We did that one because I, I went back to my Easter, my Instagram, my, my Instagram, <laughs> my Instagram, 
and uh, I'm just not that active on social media yeah, anymore. Me <laughs> Very like blah, you know. Like my most recent post, it, well, here we are in June, was like Christmas. <laughs> so it's obviously not. Uh, but no, I did one for Easter and then one for Mother's Day and one for Rachel's birthday. But like those are the only thing I post anymore. Like the big things, right. you know what I mean? The sentimental days. But yeah, I've I've done that. Like uh, we did Easter and I posted like five photos and all of them were like of us not being together, not in place. Not Samuel terribly photogenic. <laughs> yes, me pulling up my pants. <laughs> like Rachel's fixing her hair. Uh, uh, the final photo, we were finally there. And I even talked about that, you know, like enjoying the journey, yeah. you know, on the way to the destination. Because it doesn't always have to be perfect and put mm. together for us to enjoy it. You know, I, find, I, I can find, and I feel like that's kind of what Pastor's been preaching on too, you know, having joy in the middle of the storm. Yeah. And, you know, enjoying life, even though we do have chaotic, crazy stuff going on, yeah. you know, and I think it's true. We, you know, uh, life, we have this wonderful blessing where we get our hair cut in our, our house. Mm-hmm. We have a, a stylist who comes to our home and, and she cuts our Ooh, hair. Big time. Yeah. And <laughs> when, when she first started doing it, we always felt like we got to clean our house. We got to, right. you know what I mean? It's got to be nice in here. It's got to look sharp. A guest is coming over. <laughs> a guest is coming over. And then she said something one time when she was cutting my hair, she was like, you guys don't always have to pick up she's like i understand you live here life yeah. happens in here mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it kind of set me free and so now when she comes over it's just like, <laughs> it's like, now you just let it all hang out yeah. <laughs> but i feel like that's what we have to understand i mean life we this yeah. is life and sometimes life is dirty and sometimes life is chaotic and it's not always perfect and it's not always this perfect picture mm. you know what i mean and so i think it's about being able to understand you know yeah i my hair's a hot mess i'm a hot mess but you know what god is still in control and everything's gonna be okay let me put my best side forward let me put my best (laughs) side forward you know what i mean i'll keep this here with me so but anyways i don't know how we got here here i mean that's still good i i I think where i wanted to go with this and i believe that we already got we got a little revelation from that too i enjoyed that a little little mini revelation from there uh but when i saw this i feel like especially that guy He's probably, I don't know, if, did he win? Was he like the winner? I didn't really like pay attention to it. Like, was he like the championship guy? I don't know if you recall or if you remember. I don't know not. if that was an actual competition or if that was It was a competition. It was a Guinness World. Or I don't know if it was even, maybe it says it on here. Because I know they do those comps. So it said, oh, it's not actually on TikTok. It's because I screen recorded it because I couldn't <laughs> save it. <laughs> Fair enough. But I believe it was like some kind of competition of mm-hmm. some sort. But, so I don't know if he was like the best, but at the same time, he did it in a pretty impressive time. He really did. And so I feel like there are a lot of believers or people that are following after God and they see people who have it all put together and they're already at the top or whatever. They've already made it to what we might seem as like the ultimate picture of mm-hmm. what a Christian is supposed to be. And it seems like, how am I ever going to get there? Mm. How am I ever going to be able to be in a position like that? How am I ever going to be able to walk after Christ like that person? How am I ever going to be able to to speak about the word like that guy? How am I ever going to remember scripture like that? How am I ever going to remember scripture like Reverend Opal Cruz? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so I, I, when I look at this, like, how am I ever going to solve a Rubik's Cube, let alone juggle three <laughs> Rubik's Cubes? You know what I mean? Like, how does someone even begin in that that journey to become a Rubik's Cube master. <laughs> yeah. So how does someone even begin to become a master of following Christ? Yeah. Well, I think the first thing we have to do is we have uh, obviously these people we can look to and be inspired by. We just had a meeting last night. We talked about it a little bit. Uh, but I think it, what's most important is we just get comfortable within our own skin. Mm. 
you know, I can be inspired by the Stephen Furtick's and the Pastor Michael Todd's of the world. I can be inspired by, you know, even Pastor Mark and Reverend Opal. I can be inspired by them. But at the end of the day, you know, the Bible says comparing ourselves among ourselves is foolish. Right. And I think I just have to look at Robert and I have to say, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm not to this point yet, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to get frustrated with where I am. I'm mm-hmm. going to say, okay, there's things I need to do better. There's things I need yeah. to improve on. And this is how I can do that. But also understanding that God made me, me. Mm-hmm. And I think the the part of really beginning to enjoy life is embracing that fact, mm. embracing that Cody is Cody and Robert is Robert. And I'm just going to be satisfied being Robert and be very comfortable within my own skin. And even though I may be inspired by these guys and I may admire them and I may look up to them, I'm not going to get frustrated with myself if I'm not as elegant as them, mm. if I'm not, if I can't memorize scripture like them, if I don't always have these awesome preaching illustrations like them, because I think all that does is makes us feel worse and mm-hmm. belittles who we are because you know and it's kind of like going back to like the instagram thing like you know if i don't have a picture that looks like chloe kardashian then i'm not good enough Mm. and i don't even need to put anything on instagram and it almost becomes discouraging instead of encouraging people end up getting into a place where they just don't do anything at all right and i think that is what i i ultimately wanted to kind of talk about or even just kind of hit on a little bit is that like i think people feel like the bar set too high sometimes Mm. and so they end up just not doing anything Mm. like with the rubik's cube (laughs) that's such a high bar for me so it's like i'm not even gonna try yeah but i think what's important to understand is he didn't start there exactly yeah Yeah. yeah, and so we have to make these. We talked about it. Smart goals. Mm-hmm. We talked smart about goals. it several podcasts ago. And I don't remember what the acronym is. If you remember what the smart goals were, please let us know. But I think the first one is S. I think it's simple. It's it's not overcomplicating the sure. goal. Uh, it will be for this particular this analogy. One. So, but I was trying to remember. You know, you've got to. I mean, before that man ever juggled and solved an, a Rubik's cube, he solved a Rubik's cube. Right, or he juggled first, or what, he had to figure out one of those skills first before he could put them all together. Yeah, there's the old saying, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, yeah. right? Or how do you walk a mile? One step at a time. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody sees the finish line down there and we want to jump from the start to the finish mm-hmm. and we forget that it takes 5,000 steps in between to go a mile. You yeah. know what I mean? Or whatever it is, 5,230 feet, whatever. You know. And so you still have to just do that one step at a time, yeah. one step at a time like that. Man, you know how many times you probably dropped a Rubik's Cube while he was learning and training mm-hmm. and teaching himself how to do that, we don't show that stuff yeah. in the video. He doesn't maybe post that stuff in his, you know, we're, we're, we live in the society of the dude perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They show all the shots they made instead of the 150 shots it took them to make that one shot mm. that they caught on video. Now, what I follow dude perfect on Instagram. What's cool about them is lots of times they do, but even their title, dude perfect. <laughs> it's all about the perfect shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we get so used to, well, if I can't juggle these Rubik cubes and solve them first try, then I'm not going to do it. Mm. And I don't know that you can really make it through life that way. Yeah. Because there is going to be failures, and but all those failures is just another stepping stone to get to your success. Yeah. Right. And so, um, Dude Perfect just posted a video last week where they showed all the takes it took to get to the mm. video that they actually so posted it on took their them Instagram. longer than just one shot exactly exactly yeah. which one was really funny because they had this guy in this full panda suit like he was dressed up in a bear suit and he had an apple on his head and they were shooting the apple off his head with like oh a plunger bow and arrow no. and it, he got hit everywhere in the face <laughs> in the gut in the special spot That's and amazing. it was just like 
and it was so great. But we all see the dude perfect video. And we right. don't realize, okay, these guys took like eight hours to shoot this one yeah. video. You know what I mean? But I think it comes down to if you see somewhere you want to be, you got to understand, I got to put in the work mm-hmm. to get there. Yeah, I, I I like that a lot because, and it's something that we even just hit on a little bit before, like enjoying the journey, figuring yeah. out like, all right, it's not about being perfect right now. I mean, God has called me righteous and he's called me perfect in his sight. Yeah. And so I'm going to live like I am perfect. But yeah. I'm not always going to hit the mark every right. single day. I'm not always going to do it exactly right, but that doesn't change how God sees me. It doesn't change who God calls me to be. I can still achieve righteousness because that's who I am. Mm. And so it's about learning and understanding that all right, today I'm going to do better than I did yesterday. Yeah. Or I'm going to try to be better today than I was yesterday. Yeah. And then tomorrow I'll try to be better tomorrow than I am today. And just setting these uh, aspirations to not give up yeah. on your walk with yeah, God. Yeah, setting yeah. these aspirations to not give up in your prayer life. You know, maybe maybe I'm not that good at praying right now, but if I stop praying, then I'll never, never be, be good. good. You yeah. know what I mean? Maybe mm-hmm. I'm not good at reading my Bible, but if I don't start reading my Bible, then I'll never be good. That mm-hmm. seems like such a simple thing to say, mm-hmm. but that's because... It's fact. Yeah. You know, if we don't try in this relationship with God, then we're not going to get anything out of it. Yeah. And how much the devil in the world uses that as a deterrent from trying. Yes. So we we can't let our own insecurities Mm. keep us from going further in God. Yeah. We can't let our own insecurities keep us uh, outside of the things of God. You know, that that's something that puts a wall between us and God that's yeah. never meant to be there. Yeah, yeah. And we can't yeah. allow that wall to be between us and God because he was the one that took the wall down in the first place. We can't put it back up that's again. That's right, yeah. And and I want to, you know, this might sound weird. I'll explain it in a second, but find the victory in failure. Mm. So like, uh, you know, we talk to young parents lots of times and, you know, and, and I was talking to this one lady on the phone. She was a young parent. She was a single mom and she had a kid and she was like, they're always crying and I feel inadequate and I don't know what to do. And this, 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 and this. And I was like, but yeah, but you're there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So so find the victory in the failure. Yeah. Maybe your kid is crying and maybe it does make you angry and maybe you are frustrated and maybe it is hard and maybe you don't always know exactly what to do, but you're there. Mm -hmm. You didn't quit. You didn't give up. You haven't walked away. You're there and you're doing your best to be a mother to the child. So celebrate that. Yeah, that's good. I think lots of times we just focus in on the negative Mm -hmm. and we've been polarized with that in our world, right? It always focuses on the negative. That's like with, uh, you know, when it comes that we're coming up on election season and I, I I would change this if I could. I would I would make it to like when you have these debates and stuff, you are not allowed to talk about your opponent. You are not allowed you are only allowed to talk about yourself mm. and what you plan on doing. Because when somebody has three minutes of the floor, what do they do? They only point out the failures of their appointment this they're failed, they're failed, they're failed. And we've gotten so focused on failure that it's just constant discouragement. Mm. And you can't succeed in constant discouragement. Yeah. And so what you have to do is however little it may be, you must find the success and the victory in the middle of failure. And so go back to the parent analogy. Yes, they're crying. Yes, you feel overwhelmed. Yeah. I remember when we left the hospital with Samuel, I felt so unqualified. Gosh. I was just like, I'm not prepared Dude. for this. I am now responsible for another human being. <laughs> Their mistakes have been made. You know what I mean? I, I'm not ready. Right. And uh, But then when kid number two came. But kid number two came, it was just like, give him some dirt. You know what I mean? He's going to be fine. But it's, 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 it, but we, how do we keep from allowing all that overwhelming stuff to completely defeat us? You've got to find the victory yeah. in that, you yeah. know? And so, yeah, I don't know 
how to change his diaper. And yeah, I don't know what he needs in this moment. And yeah, I don't know how to fix all. And yes, it's frustrated. And yes, I'm angry. And I feel like I'm going to break down. But you know what? I'm here. Mm -hmm. And since I'm here, that's a victory. Let's yeah. start there. And then it's just that one bite at a time after that. Yeah. One step at a time after that. So find a victory in what you're doing now. You know, I guarantee you every time that kid was juggling that and solving that Rubik's Cube, every time he dropped it, he was one step mm. closer to solving it. Yeah. Right? That's true. And so he kept doing it. And then he would get one step closer. And that's the way it's always been with me when it comes to stuff that I'm trying like that. You know, uh, okay, I didn't quite get there, but I'm one step closer on this try than mm -hmm. I was the try before. And it's about that persistence yeah. that keeps us going, that perseverance, like the, right. you know, Paul talked about. And in that is where you find victory. When we were talking about that, and I know we've talked about this before, probably a handful of times, just because, you know, the disciples and Jesus in the storm, is just, it's always just so good. And plus, Pastor Mark just talked about it on Sunday, uh -huh. so maybe it's just like in my brain <clears throat> right now. Mind. But, you know, the disciples had a couple options when they were there on the storm. You know, they could have relied on their own instincts and got out of the boat, or they could have gone <laughs> to Jesus, or they could have just done absolutely nothing mm. <laughs> and just stayed right there. Yeah. And I think, kind of like what you're saying, is find the victory in the storm, even though they had lack of faith in that moment, mm -hmm. they ended up going to Jesus and they learned something mm -hmm. about that situation mm -hmm. is that, hey, he was with us yeah, and he was there and he's not, he's not going to leave us in this storm. And he's going to teach me how to take authority of this storm, even though I wasn't able to do it myself. I think like what you're saying there is when you're going through these situations, don't just take them and don't just get beat up by them mm -hmm. and then don't just give up, but understand that, hey, even when you have something hard happening in your life, even when there's something bad that might be going on, maybe you are going through a storm, you're going to learn something from it. Yeah. God's going to teach you throughout this storm. And not that the storm was brought on by God to teach you something, but yeah, God never. will teach you out of your storm. Yeah. You know, it, it, we've mentioned it before, but God is going to turn things for mm -hmm. the good of those that love him. Amen. He's going to turn things for the good of those that trust him. Mm -hmm. You know, if we are trusting God in this process, no matter what the process looks like, no matter what the circumstance might be, no matter what the challenge might be, no matter what the, uh, I don't know, the, the, the overcoming might be, yeah. God is going to teach you through it. And so find those victories, find those nuggets to take on with you later on the road. Yeah. Yeah. And by them going to Jesus, they gave him an opportunity to do something about the storm. Mm. And it's important for us to understand that in the middle of our chaos and in the middle of our challenges, if we never go to him, mm -hmm. we're not giving him the opportunity to bring us the peace we need, to bring us the strength we need, to bring us the grace we need, to deliver all of that stuff to us that allows us to walk. As the Bible says, we are overcomers. Yeah. But how do we walk as an overcomer? It's about going to him. Yes, you've been given authority. And yes, you have faith. But also at the same time, you have an advocate. You have the yep. word of God. You have the Holy Spirit. You have Jesus Christ who is with you always. And I love how the disciples, <laughs> they didn't let their pride stop them. Mm. You know, they weren't too proud in that moment to go to Jesus and ask for help. They weren't like, you know, this is going to be embarrassing. We've got to go talk to Jesus about this. We should be able to handle this. We're sailors. Right. We're, we're boat people. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, we're boys. fishermen. We've been on the sea, you know? And when you think about it, that also shows us how intense that storm must have been for a bunch of fishermen who live on the sea to be right. afraid of it. It must have been crazy, right? But I think lots of times we do face that where they could have been just too proud. Mm-hmm. We're fishermen, man. We own boats. You know what I mean? We can't go to Jesus about we this. He'll fishing, laugh at us. <laughs> we have a fishing. I mean, but there's truth in yeah. that, right? Yeah. Lots of times we don't seek help because we're concerned that people are going to laugh at us. And mm -hmm. we're concerned what, what they're going to think about us or what he's going to think yeah, about yeah. us. And we let our pride get in the way of going to the source we need for the help in that moment. 
whether it is a person or whether it is Jesus, the person Jesus himself, you know yeah. what I mean? And so, you know, yeah, he did rebuke them after he settled the storm and he taught them and sometimes mm-hmm. teaching, you know, from God's word and, and by the Holy Spirit can be a little direct, yeah. you know, but he was getting through to them. But at least they didn't let their own pride yeah. stop them from going to Jesus because, and I love what that example shows us. When you have Jesus, it doesn't matter what's going on, you always have hope. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, we were saying this and that just makes me think like someone that wants to play basketball yeah. for a living, whether or, or maybe not even for a living, just for, for fun, <clears throat> you know, as a sport, you know, if they actually want to get good at playing basketball, they're probably more than likely going to have to have someone that's going to teach them how mm. to play basketball. Yeah. Whether it be a coach, a friend, or mm-hmm. another player that also plays, like you will more than likely never be a good basketball player just on your own instinct, right. just right, on right. your own whatever you know what i mean like you are going to need someone to teach you and show you how Mm -hmm. to be a better basketball player at Mm -hmm. some point eventually you will it's something that you said on a podcast i think it was last week you're like you already know what you know and i thought that was (laughs) hilarious because i was like that sounds confusing but that's also (laughs) correct but it's like eventually like you've got to find someone that knows more than you so that way you can be better and god knows way more than you yeah yeah you know he has called you to be this child of God, to live in his image, to be a representation Mm. of Jesus in this world. But if you don't ever go to him on how you're supposed to do that, then you'll never be that. That's true. So again, if you don't know how to even pray right now, you Mm. don't even know how to read your Bible Mm -hmm. right now, start with a scripture every day. Read a scripture and marinate on that all day. Pray about that scripture with God. Start there, talk to him, understand that, hey, I'm not where I'm at, you know, in my mind yet right now, but I'm going to get there. Yeah. And I'm going to seek God to help me to yeah, get yeah, to that yeah. place. Yeah. And don't let the, the terrain of the mountain or the mountain itself keep you from climbing it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just watched a document, um, a document. document. <laughs> it was a piece of paper. I, was I watched right a piece it. of paper. <laughs> I was walking, watching a documentary. I didn't know if I was going to call it a doc series or a documentary. Oh my gosh. And now I forget the name, but it's, uh, this one guy from, uh, Nepal and because uh, you know that's where Everest is Mount mm-hmm. Everest and a lot of uh, Nepali locals are usually the guides for people that want to go up to Mount Everest but apparently there's 14 mountains in the world that are the tallest mountains in the world and he just broke the record by climbing all of them in three months wow yeah it was insane and it was an awesome documentary to watch but it was there was so much adversity along the way, whether it was the weather Mm -hmm. or whether it was just people telling him it's impossible or whether it was the mountain itself, but he never got intimidated by the challenge, you know, um, and, and stuff came up along the way. There was even one of the mountains he was climbing and there was another climbing crew that was trying to get to the top, but something had happened and they got trapped. And so he made a decision, either I can summit this peak or I can help them. Wow. And he was like, I'm going to help them and we'll do this again later. And he went and he helped them and and brought them back. But, you know, even that he was like, he had to put on pause. Okay, I need to focus on this for a minute Mm. and deal with this. And then I can always come back to that. You know what I mean? And we got stuff like that in our life too. Okay, I need to take a pause from getting to the finish line here because I need to focus really intensely on this because it could be life and death. It could be you know, whatever. And then after I fix that, we'll come back and get back on track going this direction. He never let go of the goal, yeah, yeah. but he understood stuff comes up. Right. That's, I've got to, you know, change my game plan a little bit. 
the goal is still the goal, but it might just take a, a little detour. Yeah, right now. a little detour. And you know, that goes back to what pastors preached before plan a all the way, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, but, but the point of all that was he, he never allowed all these natural things discourage him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you're looking at a 21,000 foot mountain. I mean, these things are mammoth, mm-hmm. you know, and that can be so intimidating. And I feel like in life, you know, the devil just loves to put stuff in front of us. That's so intimidating you know, or not even the devil, but just life puts stuff in front of us. That's so intimidating. And if we don't go to, to what you just said to the individual and the individuals that can help us to bring forth wisdom, to bring forth understanding, to bring forth encouragement, to bring forth the tools and the resources necessary, then we're not going to climb that, you know, to go up on all those mountains. He had the gear he needed and he had the team he needed. Oh, that's good. And you know, we have the gear we need in God and in the Bible, and we got to make sure we have the team that we need, you know? And when we have all that stuff working together, there's no mountain that we cannot climb. There's no obstacle that we cannot overcome. And this, is why the devil believes in isolation mm-hmm. and this is why the devil works so hard to get us so discouraged and to get us loathing in self-pity to get us so uh looking at the things that were overcome and overwhelmed by them that it's borderline depressing you know and uh what's the best way out of that using the tools mm-hmm. available to you and and having the right team around you I like that and when we do that we we can walk and live as an overcomer love that I like that. The tools are, you know, your Bible, your relationship with God, mm. and the team could be your church family, your yeah. youth group. Like, you have everything you need to be successful in God, but it's your choice whether yeah. you're going to utilize it or not. Right. That's true. And so that's our challenge for you guys this week, I believe, is that don't give up yes. in this, this relationship with God. Don't give up in this walk or this calling that God has for your life. God has these resources available for you and, and just take a take a hold of them a little bit of a time. Don't yeah. try to do everything all at once because it can be overwhelming it can and, be. and it might not be able to to work out the way you feel like it can. Just don't don't get in your head. Yeah. Get in God yeah. and go to him and he'll help you succeed. Amen. We love you guys so much. Yeah. We hope you guys had a good time on the good talk and we'll see you for the next one. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was cute. <laughs>